0: Child, the inaugural podcast. I am your host, Morgan Fetis-Satry, and I am here with my friend and co-host, Megan Clark. Say hello to the people, Megan. Hello, people. We are so excited that you are here listening with us, and uh, we're going to spend this episode just kind of giving a brief overview of who we are so that you can get to know us a little bit, Um, what we're kind of hoping to accomplish in this podcast. I say accomplish like we're actually going to solve all of the answers and be able to walk away and know all the things. And let me tell you, that is not happening. Uh, but Here's what we hoping. hope to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're hoping to do in this podcast, and um, if we have time, we actually might start diving into a tough question, which is the main goal of the podcast: is to ask tough questions about faith. Um, and otherwise, we'll we'll kind of lay out for you what we're hoping for the next few episodes, at least. And uh, we're going to head out from there. So I am, again, my name is Morgan. It's going to probably get a little confusing because we've got a Morgan and a Megan. And to make things even more confusing, we're both married to guys named Josh. So if we ever talk about a Josh, good luck knowing which one it is we're talking about. We'll have to give them code names. Yeah. Thing one and thing two. Uh, <laughs>
1: Or is that the name we're using for kids, right? Yeah, I know, right? Although I have thing one, two, and three. Yes, yes. So
0: yes, way to keep us back on track. So about us. So yes, I'm Morgan. I am uh, the parent of two kids, uh, Nora and Zeke. Nora is three, Zeke is one. And fun fact, they actually have the exact same birth date. So that's going to make birthday parties really fun going forward. We've had obviously one big joint birthday party with a lot of balloons I'll Have to tell that story sometime basically short moral of the story is don't try and cram 16 large character balloons into a honda civic it doesn't end very well i uh have a degree from fuller seminary a master's in theology i have worked for gosh almost a decade now um for the council for christian colleges and universities so i'm very um kind of aware of things in Christian higher ed. So this is a little bit um, off the beaten path for me, but it's also quite on the path because as you, anyone out there with young kids uh, in your care knows you're on the start of a journey. And so this is kind of a chance for me to basically pick Megan's brain who's she'll share more about herself in a minute, but, um, and hopefully the brains of a lot of other people that we might bring on uh, at some point throughout the life of this podcast to figure out how to uh, raise my kids in a way that um, helps them be close to Jesus and understand and, and know his love for them and, and what he has in store for them. I feel like we'll have lots of other fun facts come out about us in the course of this podcast. But Megan, why don't you
1: give a little bit of your background? All right. Um, Well, as Morgan said, I'm Megan Clark, and I am the mom of three kids. Uh, Rory is seven, Killian is five, and Eowyn is three. And two of my three kids were born three days apart for their birthday. So not quite on the same day, but it's my oldest and my youngest. So having birthdays that close together, we've also had to do a couple Joint parties, but now that I have a little three-year-old girl and a seven-year-old boy, that's not gonna last for very much longer. <laughs> so birthday weekend is about to get very interesting. Um, and then I, like Morgan, was um, I was raised in a in a Christian home. I grew up in the Christian Missionary Alliance Church um, for most of my life. And then I was a middle school teacher at a Christian school for about 10 years um before I had my son and I stayed at home with him and now I homeschool my three kids as well as I am on staff with the children's ministry at the church that Morgan and I attend Damascus Road um so I have had a lot of experience um real life experience with working with kids with my own children and then that lovely middle school age um I've had a lot of questions asked of me, questions that I did not have a clue how to answer. Um, my seven-year-old constantly, constantly is shocking my husband and I with the questions that that he asks. So I am joining Morgan on this podcast journey just to kind of share some of some of those questions, some of the answers that we've come up with along the way. To share some encouragement to other parents out there because these kids don't come with a manual and it can be very scary and confusing. But at the end of the day, we all pretty much want the same thing. We want our kids to know and love Jesus. And so, you know, the more we can encourage each other and help, you know, each other as parents, the the better equipped we'll be to help our kids. So yeah, yeah, that's me.
0: Yeah. And I really hope too that in some way, shape, or form, we can use this to kind of like say, encourage, um, and even maybe build some sort of community. Um, I became a parent literally four months before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Megan, I know you had AWIN is a pandemic baby. Yeah. Um, so that adds a whole other level of dimension. Um, we are fortunate, uh, as Megan mentioned, we are both attenders of Damascus Road in Maryland. And they have a pretty robust um, and engaged children's ministry that I know not everyone is fortunate enough to be able to experience. So we have a lot of support in that front. Um, One of the things that you'll probably hear us talking about actually over the coming months is uh, our children's ministry has started, just kicked off this week, right, Megan? The the Bible reading challenge? Yes. Which is going to be like the next nine months, which... Mm -hmm. We've been doing that with Nora for her bedtime and her attention span. Um, Nora is pretty precocious for a three-year-old, but you're reminded of how young she is when you start trying to actually have her sit down to listen to a story, which, unless it has pictures in front of her, um, doesn't last very long, which is fine. Um, So we will see how the next uh, eight months, nine months. Mm -hmm goes. It's going to be a pretty long journey. So like I said, I'm sure we will be mentioning it at some point um, mm-hmm. throughout the course of this.
1: And um, even just those little moments mm-hmm. of getting them to sit and just focus on God and focusing on even just a little scripture. It just it, it's one more bit that that just finds their way into their hearts. It's, exactly. You know, yeah. it can feel a little frustrating or just pointless, but then you hear them repeating it later or singing that song that you didn't think they were paying attention to, or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and you just you realize just how much of that soaks in, no matter how young they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or uh as this podcast is gonna talk a lot about, they just come at you with the blue of those really hard questions. And you know, we're starting this Bible reading project in uh Genesis and already within like the first, you know, basically day of reading things you're going to have potential for some doozies of questions let alone getting into some of the more interesting books of the bible like uh like judges as we've been actually also listening and hearing about in sermons uh at drcc which is damascus road community church um so yeah basically that's also probably going to end up being the uh the source of a lot of our questions over the next few months that we're going to be asking about but um, to kind of get into what we're hoping to do and accomplish with this podcast, like I said, accomplish is a word I use. And then I laugh at myself when I think about it, because I don't think if if we accomplish anything, it's going to be um, creating a space where we as parents can feel safe asking questions. I think one of the things that I encountered actually a lot in my um, in my seminary journey, but also just in conversations I've had with students and faculty in my work in Christian higher ed over the years um, is that not everyone always feels safe asking the hard questions, especially on various topics. Um, And there's a lot of, you know, touchy subjects out there. Um, If you listen to the trailer of, for this podcast, you'll have heard that um, kind of my, one of the things that actually prompted me to think about this podcast was uh, some questions that Nora asked me, while I was studying a class on um, Christology in the early church, and basically that class was all about conflict from the very beginning, different heresies, like Gnosticism, um, conflicts, basically all all of the things and problems in the early church that led to the development of things like the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, and others, as they just were trying to wrestle and figure out what exactly it is that Orthodox Christian faith looks like in light of the life um death and resurrection of jesus in particular um and so all that is to say is there's probably going to be a lot of these questions that we'll be discussing that are topics that have been a point of controversy since literally the earliest days of the church and uh in some cases even before the early church in the life of jewish um ancient jewish history and jewish life so to say that we're going to, to accomplish anything like finding answers um Is going to be a stretch to say the least, but I do hope that we can really, like I said, create community here, um, a place to, to think about these questions, because I feel like, and Megan, you have to tell me if you agree with this, but in my, my early years of parenting, I feel like half the, the, the battle of sometimes of thinking about these tough questions is actually thinking about them either ideally ahead of time. So you have an answer to give the kids, but otherwise actually being like, you know, I actually don't know that. Let me think on that. I'll get back to you depending on obviously on the age of the kid. Um, but basically not being afraid to say, I don't know. I'll have to think about that some more or, you know, that's a tough question. I don't know. Um, and everyone always feel like with young kids, it's like the number of conversations I've had with other grownups are like, I feel like I should just know the answer. And it's like, I, that how will my kid trust me basically if I say I don't know or mm-hmm. how will they um, you know respect me or listen to me if if I say I don't know um, and Megan I don't know if you have thoughts you want to share on that but I think I know for me personally I grew up in the um, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast if it was in the green room when we were talking before we started recording but I also like Megan am a lifelong Christian I grew up in the Christian community of faith and the christian reformed background primarily but i did christian school from kindergarten all the way through seminary including undergrad um so i'm very 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 steeped in the life of um just christian discipleship christian thought and uh some of the best conversations i've had are with people who have said you know i don't know but let's talk about that so that's me personally
1: Yeah, I have definitely had many a conversation with my children that has resulted with, you know what, I have no idea. Um, Let's let's look that up or let's let's think on that more or let me let me talk to daddy and uh, (laughs) um, we'll we'll circle back to this um, because I I, my husband and I decided really, really early on that it's hard as it is to tell your child that you don't know it's better than giving them an off the cuff answer that may be inaccurate and you might have to go back and retract later mm-hmm. um or something that sticks that was not necessarily the best answer for the given question and is going to be hard to un- unteach later um and so we we agreed from from a very young age that we were going to be truthful with our kids um I mean age appropriately truthful, but um we weren't going to to give them a too sugary answer just because we're like, oh, well, the real answer is hard. So either that direction or the I don't know. Let me let me think about that. And as soon as you wake up tomorrow, come in. We'll, you know, we'll we'll talk some more. And, you know, we'll come up with a, with a good answer. Cause we just did not want to tell our kids something that we would have to unteach them later. Cause we thought that would be more of a breaking of, of trust than to say, you know what? I don't know. We want them to learn that it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to go and learn more, to find more information before you give an answer, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Do you find, since your kids are a little older, at least Rory and, and Kili- are do you find that they kind of come back after like, Like if I were to a lot of times when I tell Nora, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Sometimes she revisits the question, but most of the time she has immediately moved on to another thing. Because, again, the attention span of a three-year-old being what it is. um, Basically, how much time do I have before she starts holding me to the let's talk about this later question?
1: Well, I think it depends on personality, at least in my experience. Awen and Killian, like if you say, I don't know, um, Awen will push you on it until you're like, honey. We're going to do something else. We'll we'll talk about this again later. Killian, like it's gone. He's la 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 off to doing something else. Rory will hold you to it. If you say, come see me in the morning, soon as he wakes up the morning, he's at your bed going, so mommy, what do you think about that? You know, he just, he just wants to know. He's so curious from from a very young age. He's just so curious. So he is very hard to put <laughs> yeah. off. So if he asks a very hard question um, and it's always right as we're putting him to bed at night. That boy, oh my gosh, started, uh, we started what we call talking about God time when he was three. And it was his way of being able to stay up longer because he realized if he <laughs> asked daddy a question about God, daddy always answers it. So he always started to ask it more and more and more. And so he's realizing he's getting to stay up 20 minutes, 30 minutes past bedtime while he's talking to daddy about God. And that became a nightly thing. But it also led to these really deep deep questions and so we've had to have times where we're like all right buddy you need to hold that thought come come talk to us about it in the morning we've even had to give him a notebook now that he can write so that he can write down some of his thoughts and questions and one morning he came over to us and he just put a notebook in my lap and he's like all right let's go so it, it really just depends on the kid so with Rory, there's not there's not getting away with much. So um So it
0: sounds I, like we might have to have Rory as a, a recurring guest on our podcast <laughs> to ask some of these tough questions.
1: Oh Rory has a plethora of tough, tough questions. You guys, you guys want to know what uh, what tough questions kids are thinking? You you just ask my boy. <laughs> <laughs> well friends, all the questions. I think I'll, we we know the source of a
0: lot of our questions for the next few episodes. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we are thinking, at least for these kind of initial. Uh, episodes as we kind of get into a groove and kind of feel things out that will actually kind of probably loosely follow um, just some of the tenets of the Apostles' Creed um, and kind of exploring some of the quest- the hard questions of who is God, who is Jesus, you know, stories of creation, sin, all of the fun, light, easy topics that everyone loves to talk about every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but we figure the Apostles' Creed is um, something that is, relatively known um easy enough to look up if you don't know it will recite it I'm sure at different times um and there's a few different resources that I know of personally that I think will be helpful for anyone out there who likes to read or listen to audiobooks or different things and even a few children's books along the way um and that's really like that too and this is you know the academic always wanting to learn side of me of like I really would love to hear what books you guys are reading or podcasts you're listening to or anything like that, the resources that you're kind of pulling at. Um, we have uh we're we're building a, a small online presence. We'll see how big it gets, but we have an email, Faith Like a Child Pod, at Gmail. And um, I'm also going to be working on setting up a Facebook community. Um, if you have other forms of social media interaction that you find helpful. Uh, email us at faithlikeachildpod at gmail.com and let us know what what might be helpful for you guys in engaging and um and really kind of interacting with each other. Um, because at the end of the day, we kind of have this this dual life of community, both, I mean, really am convicted, especially post-pandemic, that uh, faith journeys and parenting journeys are really meant to be done in community. God designed us for community. God designed us. It is not good for man to be alone, as he says in Genesis. Uh, we are meant for community. And so that's really, we want to talk through some of these things. Uh, we want to basically tackle Rory's tough questions is from the sounds <laughs> of it, at least for a while. Um, and And really answer any questions that you guys have that, to the best that we can
1: with Rory's tough questions so as we've said I came to know the lord when i was very young um and i i've walked with him you know pretty much my whole life but i will tell you my faith has grown more in the last 7 years since becoming a parent mostly due to the questions that my child asks that i just kind of take for granted because i've been a christian for so long you don't really think about some of them but you really do have to get you know your faith kind of Locked in, what do I believe in order to, to teach them? You know, so so that's something that I think this podcast will also be very helpful in exploring as we grow in our own faith, as we tackle some of these questions that our kids ask in a way that they can understand, we therefore grow deeper in our faith as well, which is why I think this is such a cool concept when Morgan approached me with it. I just think this is such such an incredible way to kind of go on that journey together and help build. Us up together, um, as we as we try to build up these kids. So,
0: yes, as our pastor told us, reminded us today, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. We are in community together. Yeah. We we are uh, all facing a lot of different challenges in parenting at different times. Um, so, I I can't know the intricacies of your parenting journey, although mm-hmm. I would love to hear from you. But, and I, I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of things on mine, but you can't know everything either. And yet at the same time, we are, I'm going to date myself as a millennial, but we're all in this together,
1: <laughs> uh, Disney channel. Anyway. Um, <laughs> How many of you had high school musical? Just run through your head. Oh my gosh. And I, <laughs> I mean, I
0: know the song that's like, this is actually also going to be kind of weird, but like, I think I've seen the movie, like. Once, maybe, but songs. It it's one of those things that you know it even if you haven't seen it. But
1: I was this. a middle school teacher during the heyday of that movie. Oh, so oh, oh, did I yes. hear that quite a bit? Apologies for any trauma that I just
0: resurrected in your soul. <laughs> but but yes, I and I've said this before and I will say this a lot because this, I mean, at the core i I just finished my seminary degree finally after a five year journey uh last summer, and so I've had people ask me a lot like what was one of the best like the big things you learned or the takeaways? and well, first of all, it's really hard to do uh grad school of any kind when you also start having children. so just i I knew that going into it when i because we started I started grad school before I had kids. uh but if you're thinking about doing that, just just know you can do it. It is possible. It is very tricky. <laughs> But beyond that, I think one of the things that I loved most about my seminary experience, which was entirely online, even before the pandemic, so I was well prepared for that aspect of things. But one of the things I loved most was just that, that reminder and the, the solidification of how much there is to learn from community and how beautiful of a design God has made for community to learn from each other. Um, I mean, there's times I was taking classes with people like literally in about 15 time zones because they'd have every time zone in the U.S. um, The the one class I'm thinking of, we had every time zone in the U.S., um, several countries in South America, which their time zones line up lined up, and then we had a couple students from Korea, a couple students who were in Jerusalem at the time, and then I think one student in. Uganda and two students in the u k. And oh, my gosh, trying to that was this was a course that we actually did. Ha- like a lot of time it was asynchronous stuff that you could just do when you had time and group projects were kind of like done over Google Docs. But this was one where I actually had to try and like organize video time to chat. And oh my gosh, that was like a logistical nightmare. But it was still really fun to hear, um because, like not only do you have the geographic diversity, but just like so many different backgrounds of and life stories that just feed in to um, your learning experience. And uh, that just, it, it gives you a, a slightly fuller glimpse of what it really means to be the body of Christ in its kind of fullness and that in that revelation uh, glory of of the multitudes. Um, and so I... Came away from that experience, just being like convicted of how much we have to work on community in all of its messiness, because let's be real. Community is really messy and can be painful at times. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, like we are built for it and we are better for when we're in it. So we are hoping that this is a community that will be edifying to you, that will be encouraging, maybe a little challenging. I'm sure it will be challenging to us at times. Um, but ultimately, like, I say, we want to build the faith in our children, but we also want to have the faith of a child, um, the faith of a Rory to really want to maybe utilize it for our own personal benefit, a little bit of delaying bedtime, as it were, although I don't think any adult <laughs> listening to this wants to delay bedtime too much if he can help it anymore, especially yeah. those of you <laughs> like me with <laughs> children who refuse to sleep sometimes at night, um but you know the The thought still stands. the sentiment still stands. Um, and so we are really excited. Um, and even if this only ends up getting in the ears of five people that we know, if it helps you, worth you it. yes, you listening, it's worth it because frankly, it's gonna help me just talking with Megan more because I love talking to megan and um, and I'm also we're planning to bring on guests. Uh, as interviews down the road. so I already have several people not officially lined up, although I'm coming for you, community around Damascus Road in particular. Um, You know who you are. And if you don't, you you will soon. Uh. (laughs) But uh, it is going to be a a Megan and Morgan show, but we are not going to be the only voices that you hear from is Mm -hmm. the goal. Um, And so... If you know of people who would love to to join or people you want to hear from, um, I have a lot of experience in my day job, which is now a part-time day job, but still my job of just cold, not cold calling because it's pretty much always emailing. So I guess cold emailing, um, cold asking people if they want to come and do an interview for a thing that I've never talked to before in my life. So I'm not afraid to do that for this either. Um, So, yeah, send any suggestions, questions, thoughts to faithlikeachildpod at gmail.com. Megan, is there any final thoughts you wanted to share before I sign us off?
1: Um, Just reiterating that um, we are by no means parent experts. We are just moms who love our kids and love God and are growing in our own friendship together and our friendship with, you know, those in our community and hopefully you who are listening. Um, But we just are just here to just kind of talk and walk on this journey with you. And we, as Morgan said, don't have all the answers by any means. We understand again, I just want to reiterate what Morgan said. We know that everybody comes from different backgrounds you've had a different story. You've had a different experience. And that's the way God made us. You know, we're all, we're all coming from a different walk of life. But as our pastor always says, we keep the main thing, the main thing, which is the cross, which is mm-hmm. Jesus going to the cross for us. And if we can agree on that, the rest of it will fall into place. So, you know, which direction. On at Christology class, not even everyone can agree on Jesus going to the cross, dying and
0: resurrecting. But, you know, that's why we have things like the Apostles' Creed now.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to stick around for conversations like that and figuring out how to translate <laughs> questions about the crucifixion and well, those sin. Are fun.
1: And oh, yes, all of those fun questions. Easter is and, a fun time when you have oh, when you have young kids. Yes, uh, it's a blast. Ladies I am and gentlemen. sure we'll be talking about that a lot because <laughs> Easter
0: is not far off, which hopefully brings warmer weather with it. We are recording this on It's actually not a little warmer today, but in the middle mm-hmm. of the northeast cold snap in February. Mm-hmm. So uh, spring weather sounds great, but. Anyway, all that is to say, if those are things that you are interested in learning about, that you want to kind of think about, then please click subscribe on your podcast program of choice. Uh, if you think about it, we would love a review. As you, say, you, if you hear podcasts at any time, you'll you'll know the spiel. But leave a, a five star review to share um, and let people know. But really. Primarily what we want is if you like this podcast and you think it's going to be valuable to the parents and caregivers in your life, just send them a text or an email. You don't have to leave a review. The The personal connections are where we're at, because, again, we're trying to build community. And so you can help us build that community by letting your friends and family know uh, uh, about this podcast. So we will see you. I was going to say see you, but. You're listening to this. You cannot see us. (laughs) So we will talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. All right. Okay. Clear the
1: throat. (laughs) All of this will be cut in post. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do our uh, pre theater warm up. Yes. <laughs> la, 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 la,
0: la, la, la.